Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our Seventh Heaven podcast. Yes, coming at you from the headquarters. This is just one more reminder that um, in this upcoming Wednesday, our giveaway form is going to be closed. So, um, as you may have seen on our social media, for the 100th episode of Seventh Heaven and of Camden Cast, we are giving away six uh, Camden Cast stickers. Um, and you can find the entry form for that on our Twitter, our Instagram, and on our Facebook. It's pinned on our Twitter and on our Facebook, so um, it's super easy to find and super easy to enter. It's just name and email address. So we will be picking the winner of that on uh, October when- October 4th, 4th, Wednesday, October 4th. Um, so anyway, in today's episode, however... We will be discussing Season 5, Episode 15, the title of which is Sweeps, or if you are in Germany, the title is Around the Hot Mash. Uh, the IMDb user synopsis is, An item found in a lost wallet starts speculations, whether it's Simon's or Robbie's, and how to make sure it doesn't mean their dates go too far. None of the siblings gives Mary the triumphant wel- welcome she hoped for at her first weekend visit, so Robbie is scolded for not wildly kissing her. So, what was your first impression of this episode? Um, I felt... Loved it. Okay, well, it, I agree with you. It was actually, like, a pretty good episode. It was funny. There was a lot of just moments that I was not expecting, like, the entire car scene. But, um, which we'll get to. But I was also really frustrated by almost all of the characters in this episode, except for maybe Simon. Yes. Well, and we were saying um, a few episodes ago that there haven't really been any Simon-centric episodes, and we really don't know what's going on with him since he started high school, other than, like, the TPing of the house thing, and that we got the idea he was having trouble making friends. But other than that, we haven't seen a whole lot of him, and pretty much this entire episode... Is about him. ...is is really about Simon, so... um, So I guess that's good. I guess they're doing the whole, like, like, him having problems, like, his transitioning from a boy to a man, puberty, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because we didn't really get to see that with Matt. I think also, also because Matt was the oldest, he, I don't know, was more mature, or he was old, well, he was older when we met him, so yeah, that might also be the influencing. So anyway, um, let's get into the cold open, which starts with a Another phone, call phone call from Mary. So Mary's on the phone with the Rev. She's apparently planned everything, taken double shifts, done her all of her homework, taken, like, the days off, and she would like to come to Buffalo for the weekend. Not Buffalo. <laughs> she would like to come to Glen Oak for the weekend. From Buffalo. So we learn, in the, so that through that it's revealed that Mary has started taking classes at the community college, like they said she would, like it was the plan. Her and Grandma Ruth were going to take classes together. Um, and... The Rev is like, okay, you know, it's up to you. If this is what you want to do, if you want to come home for the weekend, I can't tell you no. So Mary is all excited, and... um, She wants to speak to Robbie. Right. So one after one, like, first Annie comes into the kitchen, and she takes the phone from the Rev, and she's like, oh, hi, Mary. And Mary's like, okay, is is Dad going to get Robbie? Um, And Annie's like, yes, he's going to get her. Then... Him. Him, then Lucy comes in, or Matt comes in, I forget. Lucy comes in first. And she wants to talk to Mary, and as soon as she gets on the phone, Mary asks where Robbie is. Then Ruthie comes in, and she takes the phone, and 
at this point, Robbie is, like, approaching, um, and the first thing that Mary asks is, where's Robbie? So finally, Robbie gets to the phone, and I don't know, they talk, and they just talk about how excited, like, Mary's just like, I'm so excited to see you, blah, blah, blah. Well, every time they get the phone, not only does Mary say, where's Robbie, but the person who she's talking to ends up saying, is it a good idea for Mary to be visiting? And this is also what happens when she finally gets a chance to tell Robbie that she's coming. He covers up the mouthpiece of the phone and goes, is it a good idea? And that's where we kind of leave it. Um, Both of us agreed that, like, Mary's behavior in the cold open already was completely... Well, it's, it's consistent with this new character that we've seen Mary develop into, which is... Like Lucy. Lucy, yes. It, it's kind of... She's got no, not, no real like, control over herself, it seems. She like, lets herself be governed by, I don't know, her emotions like, to an extreme. It just feels like... It's like that, that one email we got from one of our fans... Um, a, a while back. Yeah, Katie, I believe it was, who thought that because Jessica Biel wanted off the show, they switched their, they switched Mary and Lucy's personalities. And now watching it with that in mind, it actually does seem like that's what happened. Because throughout this episode, the way that Mary acts um, is very reminiscent of what Lucy used to do, like, about two seasons ago. Yeah, and just, the- like, early, generally, like, early season Lucy. Yeah. So, because uh, she, know, you know, like, this is, she... She's having a chance to talk to all of her family members, and we gather that she doesn't really get a chance to talk to all of her family members at a lot. And every time she goes to talk to them, she doesn't care about them. She cares about Robbie. Um, so that's the cold open, and when we get back from the cold open, she's arrived. And, and she's running through the house yelling that she's home and trying to get everyone to come and greet her. Um, Annie comes down from upstairs, and the Rev comes in with her bag. So he, he, he picked her up at the airport. Um... And then we kind of start this series of this, considering how Mary acted on the phone and the way how she didn't want to talk to any family members, they totally were justified in treating her this way. Um, I have to agree with that, but I also feel like... Well, let's get to... Yeah. First, so she sees Annie, Annie gives her a hug, but then as she starts seeing the siblings, I think the first person she sees is Ruthie, because Simon... She sees Simon first. Basically, she first she's like, oh, where's Robbie? Robbie's at work. Ruth, Lucy's also helping him at work. And then she's like, what about Matt? Matt's at work, too. What about Simon? Oh, Simon's here, but Simon is getting ready for a date. And apparently the date's more important than Mary. And he's like, what about Ruthie? And apparently Ruthie's doing homework. She's like, I guess nobody cares that I'm home. Then she sees Simon in the hallway, and all he says is, hey, how's it going? Um, and then when she sees Ruthie, Ruthie is reading, and she says, hold on, I just want to finish this paragraph. So Mary's feeling like she really wanted, as the um, IMDb user synopsis says, she wants a triumphant welcome, um, and everybody is just kind of like, acts like she never left. Um, but I don't know, it seems like, remember for like the first month or two, she she wasn't even calling the Camdens. So... I'd, I would maybe expect a little bit of a cold welcome if I were Mary. I would. I get it. I get what where both both parties are coming from, but I don't think either of them are right. Like I don't. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they're not going to throw a party. It's just like one of the siblings coming home. Like I expect, I expect what they did with Simon. I feel like Simon and Mary never had that close of a relationship. For him to go around and be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" That makes sense. He's preoccupied. He thinks he's having sex later. <laughs> <gasps> Spoiler alert. <laughs> For the way that Ruthie reacted also, I feel like is very much in character with Ruthie. She's not... 
impressed with anyone. Yeah, and her major concern was, are you moving back? Because I like your room, and I want to stay, or I like that this is my room now, and I want to stay here. So anyway, after that, Lucy comes in, because they, she gets back from helping Robbie at work, and she immediately starts talking to Ruthie and does not even acknowledge that Mary is in the room. That's this is what the I one, think, I guess, yeah. yeah. That's when I was like, well, the person I think who would be most... Excited. Or at least, like, even, nobody hugs her. Literally nobody touches her, except for Annie. And I think that's the thing that, like, was cut me off guard. Like, they're yeah. not a non-touchy family. They're like family. a huggy family, yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, so Mary's, like, upset about that, whatever. But she's kind of dealing with it in a way that Lucy would. Rather than talking about it, she's just kind of, like, sulking and, like, I can't believe this is what happened when I came home. So... Uh. Um, I think we'll, well, let's just do more about, let's just keep on going with Mary's storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So she is then like, while she's sulking, she's sulking playing basketball, but because your basketball skill is tied to your emotions, she sucks right now. And this is when Robbie comes home and Robbie also says, hey, how's it going? And this is when she's like done with everyone. But, like, Robbie greets her immediately, yeah. and also just, like, I don't know. I think this was appropriate, no, too. Yeah. So she throws a basketball at him. He catches it, <laughs> um, though. And He's like, hey, what's, what's, what's the, what the fuck, basically? He's like, why is nobody happy to see me? And he's like, I'm happy. And he, like, comes, and he goes to kiss her. She thinks he's going to kiss her mouth. And he, he kisses, like, her jawline. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. Grabs his face and kisses aggressively yeah. kisses him. Um, so then he's starting to think it's a bad idea that he that she's there. Um, then she, she, she storms off. He, like, storms off after her. And we find that, like... So this is, again, a complete, diff, like, 180 from what we got from the end of the last episode, where he had basically said... He broke up with Cheryl. Basically, yeah. He was like, I want to be a better person for Mary. I'm in love with Mary, blah, blah, blah. So now he's acting like, because he tells Annie, like, in the next scene, I don't, like, I don't want anything to happen between us. I'm not ready. Like, all this stuff about just, like, everything he said before doesn't make any sense now, so it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, So Mary is, like, briefly talks to Lucy about a plan she has to get Robbie to love her forever. Um, And... I don't know that we necessarily learn. Well, no, we don't know what the at plan point, is. At this point, at this point, Lucy. We'll get to this later, but Lucy has the idea that Robbie is going to try to have sex with Mary again, um, and Mary is like, "Oh, you know what? That's not actually not a bad idea." She's like, "I don't want to have sex with him, but the idea that he wants to have sex with me doesn't really bother me." Um, so we get the idea that Mary is like looking to kind of go the same route that Cheryl did, which is some crazy ass shit. That I would totally expect Lucy to do if she loved someone or, like, thought she loved someone. To be like, I'll have sex with them and get pregnant and then I'll have them trapped. Um, The new, like, character quality that Mary has that she's had since, like, everything that happened before she left. It's, like, a little bit ditzy. Yeah, and, like, also that she constantly has these quote-unquote wacky plans. And so Lucy's like, guess you're going to work on your wacky plans. And I was just trying to think back to any of the seasons prior. I don't recall Mary being... No, Mary was always, like, you said this, like, kind of chilled out. She was, like, I don't know, just kind of, like, level-headed, a bit of a voice of reason sometimes. Like, sometimes she would get caught up with guys she was dating, but not in the to the same extreme that sometimes Lucy would. Um, I, always, I always see her, like, if I'm going to say 
I know we're getting a bit off topic. We'll get back to the storyline in a second. But I would say that Lucy is a good mixture, right, of her parents. Like, she has a lot of Annie in her and, like, a lot of the Rev in her. And I always saw that Mary was very much Ruthie's older sister. Like, I feel like if you look at them before, like, Ruthie's very, like, aloof and very also, like, kind of voice of reason, kind of, like, wisdom kind of person. And Mary is, like, the logical conclusion of that when she grows up. But I don't see that anymore. I don't see that connect. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we, uh, it's, it's, it's fairly obvious that they've totally changed Mary's character from, from what they were building seasons one, two, and three, and even in season four. And in season five, they were like, we need her off the show. But there's no reason once she... She's supposed to have things back together now. She's supposed to have her life in order. Why wouldn't she kind of revert back to the what way... What she was like yeah. before. Um, so the, this end, like the next thing that happens is she comes out in a towel... Uh, and Robbie is there. I don't exactly know what happened. Well, basically, they he decide, says he's not looking at her. But she's like he wa- so because this again relates to the other storyline where now Matt also thinks that he's ha- planning to have sex with his sister. Uh, not Matt. Matt's planning. Matt's, Matt. Matt thinks that Robbie is planning to have sex with Mary. Yes, and he's like, you have to get her to play a board game and stay home, and you can't take her out. And Mary's like, fuck that. You're taking me out. <laughs> We're going to the promenade. So they go to the promenade and no, they don't. They, they don't go to the promenade. They they go and they sit somewhere in Mary's car. They're just like on a random street in the dark, um, and they make out a little bit. And then Mary asks Robbie if he wa- he wanted to have sex with her or like yeah. if that was his plan. And Robbie, well, we can kind of come back to this, but Robbie is like, no, but I think I know what you're getting at um, because Matt asked me the same thing. Um, and he's like, I don't, th- he's like, I don't want, I want to be a better person and I don't think we should do that. And I don't know. So she says, I, you remember when you asked me to marry you and I told you that I wasn't ready because I didn't know what the kind of person I was and I wanted to grow more. We kind of get that her wacky plan is to marry Robbie. Yeah. And then also to have Robbie come and live with her in Buffalo. And this is where the conversation continues with them. We re- uh, so she's decided that she does not want to come back to Glen Oak ever. Like, well, she'll come back, I guess, to visit, but she doesn't want to come back permanently. She wants to stay in Buffalo permanently. She really likes her life there, she says. She says... She started her college classes, so might as well keep going there. She feels like it's a new beginning for her. Nobody, kn- like, knows all the stupid things she's done, which she's done one stupid thing. I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, and she's like... So she's like, and I want you to be there with me. I feel like we can grow and be better people together, and we can spend the rest of our lives together. And they kind of have this conversation going back and forth about how they are both growing as people and being better people, but they're not at a stage where either of them should be together. And also that, like, their goal is to be like Annie and the Rev, but they're not there yet. And there's an entire conversation about, like, her being in a family that, like, had love and, like, a complete family or quote-unquote complete family. And he came from, like, his mother who wanted to be his friend and his dad who wasn't really there for him. And how that's why he is the way he is. And why he's hesitant to jump into a relationship before he's done working on himself. Because he says that, like, they... Mary has a shot at being, like, the Reverend... Like, having a relationship like the Reverend Annie. But he needs to work a little bit harder. And that it is a lot of work to have a relationship like the Reverend Annie. So, um... 
Throughout, just, yeah. yeah, just basically that they're not ready. Throughout this conversation, we do see Mary, anytime Robbie seems to be not agreeing with her, she'll lean in and kiss him, which kind of like... Is like something I totally would think Lucy would do. To right. just be like, oh, shut up, you know. Or also just to like, which is what we learn later in the episode, that she's like basically trying to seduce him into doing what Mary, she wants yeah. him to do. Um, but that ends, like, we get to the conclusion that they're not going to do anything crazy or stupid. And the last thing we really have with Mary's storyline is she has a sit-down conversation with Lucy and Annie. And I actually really appreciate this conversation. It was really well done. Just about... This was kind of reminded me of um, when Ruthie was going to the concert and she was dressed Mm in the... um, the outfit that they were like, oh, it was too revealing or whatever. So basically what we have here is Mary, they, at the end of the episode, Mary walks in on them talking about what's going on with Simon, which we'll get to in a second. And Mary has some tidbit information that she learned from Robbie. So she says it and then she's leaving. She's like, I'll leave you alone now. Get out of your hair. And he's like, no, 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 come sit with us. And he's like, what? Like, so she comes in hesitantly. And Mary's like, I'm feeling kind of like an outsider. And Annie and Lucy say, well, we are also feeling like we're on the outside because you have this whole life that we don't know about, but we don't want to, like, invade your privacy too much. Um, and she's like, yeah, but you don't trust me. And Annie's like, no, we trust you. But earlier in the episode, she said, we don't, like, I, I don't trust you, so I don't understand that. But basically, she talks about everything that's going down with Robbie and how she was trying to use kissing him to ca- try to get him to, like, go along with her plan of moving to Buffalo. And Annie's like, that is not the right thing to do. They have this, um, they have this, like, very feminist conversation, I think, in that she's like, you're not, what, is, what does that say about women, that they have to use deceit and trickery to get what they want? And what does that have to say about men, that it means that men are, like... like, animals and stupid and that they'll just follow, like, the promise of sex and, like, will... Can psychologically, like, trick them into... Doing whatever. Yeah, doing whatever women want, um, so... That it basically, like, stereotypes in a very massive way both genders. Yeah. Um, and that it, like, perpetuates, like, these things, these, like problematic qualities and that she shouldn't do it um actually the entire end of this episode is very much like psas upon psas (laughs) upon psas yeah uh the last (laughs) scene is just just the most blatant i don't even know why they tried to pretend that it wasn't but that's really it for mary we assume she's gonna leave she's leaving she came to see robbie and to kind of like get robbie but she doesn't get robbie and yeah we and I think Which she, is, like, annoys me a little bit because it also changes. I get that Robbie was like, I'm working on being a better person, blah, 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 but um, it, it was just in the last episode where he was like, oh... She's it for me. Yeah, so you would think that he would be interested in... Especially because, uh, like, I feel like we were just talking about how, like, it feels like the show is shipping them together, but now... And now he's like, no, I have to step back. So what is, I mean, what is, what's next for both these characters? Um, so we'll go on to Simon next. Simon's storyline, which kind of takes over everybody else's storylines also. Yeah. So as you recall, well, we've just, we said he hasn't really been developed, um, and he's just been kind of around, but a few, many episodes ago, he spent the entire time on the phone, um, and we found out at the end that it was this girl, Sasha, or, and it was this older woman. She's a senior, he's a freshman. So, in this episode, it starts out, and he's getting ready for 
he's going to be going over to Sasha's house to watch a movie with, like, a group of friends. Um, and the Rev and Annie aren't, like, too concerned about it. Um, the Rev does think that Simon's up to something. He's like, oh, well, what movie are you going to watch? How, how many, like, why is... Sasha has to come and pick up Simon. So he's like, oh, how is everyone else getting there? And he says, oh, they're all seniors like Sasha, so they all have their own cars. Um, so the Rev thinks something's up, but he can't really put his finger on it. So he's like, okay, Simon, I have to let you go. Um, and he does. And So earlier on, Simon is looking for something. He is looking for money, but we gather that he's actually looking for his wallet. But he doesn't straight out say that he's looking for his wallet. Um, I made the mistake of thinking this was something about, like, making it seem like Mary was stealing, but thankfully it wasn't. Um, but the person that does find the wallet is Lucy. And inside the... And this is another thing. Okay, wait. I have one... I have two things about this. Number one, when... I don't know about when you were, like, living with your parents or, like, in high school, but when I had something that I didn't... That I knew, like, I didn't want my parents to know that I had or something, I was so, like, super fucking diligent right. about making yeah. sure I always knew where it was. Same. Because, like, if my, my, my mom came in my room and was, like, looking for something, I'd be, like, standing by the drawer <laughs> where it was. Like, absolutely not. Like, oh, you need something in here? I'll get it. Um, so that's the number one thing. I'm like, he wouldn't be that like, has Simon ever lost his wallet before? I don't think he'd start now because there's a condom in his wallet. Everybody, I'm just going to say it. I said the word. There's a condom in the wallet or maybe not. (laughs) I mean, we don't know what's actually in the wallet because nobody says like, we're assuming here that it's a condom because that's such a TV trope. Right. Uh, But like, it could be a female condom. It could be lube it, <laughs> it could be it could be um a crack pipe yeah like it, it could, literally could be anything no, because uh, nobody says the word yeah but we, it could be a butt plug yeah, a it, could be a bu- it could be anything dealing with sex but it, we are gonna say that it's a condom um my problem with this is she freaking <laughs> just imagine robbie giving him a butt plug <laughs> <laughs> simon asked me for it she like sees the wallet and then proceeds to open it up and I feel like that's like the one thing you she looks in the where the money is too not even just like to see if there's an ID in the front she looks uh, in the big compartment where the like dollar bills would go and that's where she sees the money and this thing that like has her freaked out because she throws it up in the air and like oh my god what have I touched and like she's like oh my god and she grabs Matt and Matt is like is this yours Matt's like, it's not mine. And they automatically think it's Robbie's. And they think that Robbie's... Planning to seduce Mary again. And nobody thinks it's Simon until Robbie, like, when Matt gets confronted by Robbie. Well, Matt's like, when Lucy and Matt are talking about whose it could be, like, Matt's absolutely disregard... He's like, Simon's 15. Absolutely not. That's not his. Um, And what would, you know, Simon be doing with that, that thing? Um, so he asked, they ask, they confront Robbie, and Robbie's like, no, it's not mine. And he pulls out all of his cards and stuff that are wrapped in a rubber band, and Matt's like, this does seem like it's yours now, because where's your wallet? Um, so Matt doesn't believe him, but he, we kind of see that Matt's starting to think that it could be not Robbie's. Actually, Matt, I don't know if this is supposed to be some comedy thing that they're doing, but, like, he's like, I don't even know if it's even a wallet. It's like, you would rather believe it's not a wallet than believe it's Simon's. Um, this this kind of comes together for si- for Matt when he realizes it is Simon's. When the Rev finds, is trying to find uh, Simon's money and 
It's like, oh, because he said he lost his money. And then uh, Matt says, oh, could have been his wallet. And then they like he kind of puts it together that it is actually Simon's wallet. And that's... While this is happening, we'll go over to where what's going on with Sasha and Simon. Um, Sasha's weird, <laughs> first of all. Like, I mean, a lot can be said for the fact that she is a senior dating a freshman. Oh, yeah, that's just it's the strangest part of it. I mean, because that's, what, 18 and 14? 17? Yeah, like, it's like 18. Well, they say that Simon is 15, so. Oh, 15? 18 and 15, 19 and 15, depending on. I guess 17 and 15 might be okay, but. But that's know. not, like, that, that That would make sense. Oh, wait, you turned 15 in the second half of your freshman year, so it could be 15 and 18. I feel like it's probably 15 and 18. Yeah. Anyway, it's still a little bit strange. Um, and she, uh, they, like, moved into a house. She lives in the guest house of the house that they got. Um, she very much is, like, lighting candles, has a fireplace burning. And setting up a very romantic little nook for them. And she's, like getting ready to, like, have at it with Simon. But Simon's like, well, where's everybody else? So we gather now that he... Is going to have sex. Or he didn't realize that this was happening. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, which I think was the, a little bit of a twist for me. I thought he knew what was happening. Yeah, I think they set it up to be like that he knew that the possib- there was a possibility that at some point in the future that he and Sasha would have sex. But he, he clearly... They set it up to think to show that he really did think that a group of friends was going to be at Sasha's house this particular night to watch a movie, and is kind of shocked when he finds out that like he lied to his parents. That's where we're left, and we don't we don't see Simon again until around the last like fifteen minutes of the episode. Um, so, in the Camden house, there's kind of commotion because. Everyone's trying to figure out whose condom it is, where it came from, why the person has it, which like. I don't know why they're like, why would anyone have this or need it? And like, to prevent pregnancy. So Matt and Lucy know that it's Simon's. Now the Rev and Annie are kind of like, they're acting weird about Simon. So the Rev, like, is like, oh, we have to figure it out on our own. Um, He goes off to get ice cream, but while he's getting ice cream, he also... May or may not. He does. He swings by the promenade. Well, the, the dairy shack is at the promenade. So he swings by um, Sasha's house and the promenade. And he reports back to Matt that it didn't look like anybody was at home at Sasha's house. So Matt comes clean and tells the Rev, like, I found. And then he whispers in the Rev's ear to say what well, that what Lucy found in the wallet. And they're um, like, oh, we need to go now. And this is then turns into some sort of mini road trip movie with all of the Camdens, minus Mary and Simon, <laughs> who's presumably having sex, in the minivan driving to go get Simon. Uh, so at this point, no, uh, everybody but Ruthie and Annie and I guess the twins don't know what's happening. And Annie's like, why are you guys, like, not trusting Simon? We don't have any reason to not trust Simon. And the Rev's like, uh, yeah, we, I'll tell you when we get home. And this, this is when Ruthie says, is this about sex? Um, and then Annie and her do this weird, they, like, both lean their heads, like, into the front of the minivan. And she's like, is Is it? (laughs) Um, so Matt goes. (laughs) Creeps around the back. And it's like, I guess it turns into a horror movie because of the soundtrack that we hear from the movie that they're watching. They're supposed to be watching The Sixth Sense, by the way. Is that, like... 
I guess it's timely. I think it would, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it would have just been, like, out on video. Right. So, at, but then, like, Matt looks in, and there's a bunch of people in the guest house. And it's just, like, Simon and Sasha are on the couch. Like, they're, like, cozy, yeah. but they're not, like, making, they're watching the movie. But, like, he's got his arm around her, and she's, like, sort of on his lap. But... Nothing, yeah. like, egregious, uh, especially because they thought, he thought he was going to come around the corner and look in the window and see them having sex, because apparently they wouldn't close the curtains <laughs> if they were having sex. Um, so, Sasha spots him first, kind of elbows um, Simon. Simon sees Matt. Matt runs. <laughs> and he gets to the car, and he tells the Rev to drive, 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 and he drives away without Matt. Now, this is another thing. This would you, never happen. You were cracking up at this. Well, first of all, I have a lot of problems with this. I don't think the Camden family would ever leave Matt behind like that. Yeah. One. Two. Yeah, it turned into a fucking car chase scene. Matt runs off chasing after the van. Simon starts running off and chasing after Matt. And, all right, so to, to backpedal a little bit, when Robbie and Mary are in the car having the discussion about, like, maturity and, and like, doing the right thing, Robbie says, we find out later on that Robbie gave Simon the condom. So Robbie says, um, since he finds out from Mary that the rest of the family found the wallet and that Simon was without his wallet, Robbie says, oh, I want to go check up on Simon now because if he's if he doesn't have his wallet and he's at Sasha's house, I'm afraid he's going to have sex, and he's not going to have the condom, and he's going to have unprotected sex, and I really feel responsible, like, now that I know about it, to go and talk to him, or at least make sure, like, if he needs anything, like, to just check in on him. So as Matt Can I just, can we just go back to that conversation really quickly? I want to say that I was really weirded out by Mary's, like, were you not weird? Mary was like, no way. Simon would never. Like- oh, yeah. Well, right. And, and Robbie was really the voice of reason in all of this because the whole the whole Camden family is like, no, the, we all grew up in like a certain, even though Mary was like, I'm ready to have sex with you now, they all are like, I don't know, they're all kind of blind to the like, they're like, well, we were raised correctly and we know it, like, we all have this moral superiority that allows us to not be tempted at all, ever. And Robbie is just like, no. It takes he, like, one moment, one kiss. He was like, he was like, Simon is 15, and if his girlfriend wants to have sex with him, like, it's more than likely that he'll, he'll probably be like, well, okay. She's older, she's more experienced, he says. It's an interesting, it's a very weird conversation because Mary gets very adamant about the fact that, like, Simon's a Camden, and this is not something Camdens do. Even though she was talking about, like, oh, Robbie, if you wanted to have sex with me, I'd, like, maybe consider it. Um, so, um... As, no. yeah, so as Matt and Simon are running and chasing, well, as Matt is chasing the van and Simon is chasing Matt, Robbie and Mary are driving to Sasha's house, and they see Matt and Simon, well, they see the van, Matt and Simon, so Robbie decides he needs to jump out of the car and join the chase. So he's like, you go home, I'll deal with this. So then now we have a scene of uh, Robbie running, yelling Simon's name, Simon running, yelling Matt's name, and Matt running, yelling Dad's name. They all catch up to each other. And for some reason, the Rev jumps out of the driver's seat of the van, and it runs back to them. And he's like, wait for me. And then they have this very man-to-man conversation. About, like, what were you doing thinking about having sex? So we find out that, like, basically Simon comes clean, and he's just like, I didn't know what this was happening, but then it was happening, and I said no because I wasn't ready. And, like... And I didn't want to lie to you, yeah. and, and, like, he Simon was so adamant about 
telling the Rev that he wasn't lying and that, like, it really was just a group of them going to be watching a movie. So he made Sasha call their friends and set everything up so he didn't have to lie. And all of a sudden, people are, everybody in this scene was kind of taken aback by this because they're like, oh, you said no to sex? (laughs) Especially when they were all adamant that Simon would say no to sex. It's like, he's doing what you were yelling that he's going to do, and you're all surprised. I'm sorry. Um, But, like, he's like... Well, and the Rev is like, why Why would you talk to Robbie? Ro- the Rev is hurt because he's like, why would you talk to Robbie about this? We have such an open-door policy about, like, talking about sex. And Simon's always like, well, that's always been in the abstract. And now, like, there might actually be someone who wants to have sex with me. So I just didn't feel comfortable. And then Matt's like, I'm your big brother. Why wouldn't you ask me? And his only response is that Matt was, ra- <laughs> was raised by the Rev. So he's going to have, like, the same response that the Rev might. Uh, Simon's whole thing is like, I'm a man, men have sex, like, this is what they do, and the rep is like, men also say no when they don't think they should be having sex. Which is exactly what Simon did, so. Yeah. Um, so, I also wanted to say another thing, like, all this thing about, oh, we are so open about talking about sex, but they but don't But they're only th- open about talking about not having sex, and like, when you're married... This but is are, what it's going to look but like. are they even open about it? Because look at the reactions all of the kids had when they saw a condom. They couldn't yeah. say the word. Lucy literally, like, was like, I can't touch it. Like, it, like that's not somebody who's, like, having a like, comfortable, like, conversation about sex. They don't use the word sex. They use it very, like, sparingly. I think they used it two or three times in this episode near the end. But, like, nobody was like, is he having sex? Yeah. Like, I feel like they were very, like, Lucy was stuttering when she was trying to say... Yeah, she tried to say sex, and then she paused and was, like, stuttering over it. Like, that doesn't sound to me like a home where they're having mature adult relations, like, conversations about sex. You're right. They're only talking about how, like, abstinence is the way to go. Right, and they never... Yeah, right. Up until now, like, the whole... There was the conversation two or three episodes ago that the Rev had with Robbie, and he was like, well, you shouldn't have sex until you're ready to have a child. Which And, like, they just ignore the fact that, like, birth control exists. Um, so, or the reality that, like, Simon, like, had a legitimate opportunity, and what if he was just like, yeah, okay, like, I, that could happen to any of their kids, and they just don't know about, like, birth control, apparently. They can't, how did they, I'm surprised they even knew what the condom was. I mean, we don't even know if it was a condom, because they wouldn't say the fucking word, so who knows? Um, so, this ends, this episode ends with... Ruthie on the phone with a radio station. <laughs> and it's just such a blatant PSA um, where she's like, uh, you don't want the first time your kids like to talk about sex to be with somebody else, so talk to them early and talk to them often so that they don't end up learning about it on TV or... From a house or, guest. Yeah, or getting misinformation from um, these same sources. Um and she's calling into a radio station saying this. Like, I can't stress to you how important it is that you start talking to your kids about sex early and often. And that's how the episode ends. And I get it. <laughs> but also, could you have maybe made it a little more not in your face? Like, I get that the point of this show is very much like we want families to watch it together. And we want families to be able to have conversations about tough top topics like sex, like drugs, like drinking, like... But this was so after-school special, the the thing they did with Ruthie at the end. Yeah, that Um, was too much. And I think they used Ruthie to do that, to be like, even your eight-year-old is old enough to... She's ten. Yeah. You've been calling her eight for, like, not (laughs) eight anymore. For many years. But I think... No, she's not... She's 13. 
No, she's, she's twelve. She's, she's ten. How much younger is she than the season started when she was five? Like the series started when she was five. We're in the fifth season. She's ten years. How much old. younger is she than Simon? She's like five years younger oh. than Simon. Simon was ten when the show started. So oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, they're just in that age where it seems like they're really far apart because she is. Like, he's in high school, and right, she's, right. like, about to be in middle school, like, or not even. Um, so, yeah, she's about to be in middle school. Um, so, I think that was, like, they used her character to do that, just to be like, talk to your kids of all ages, it doesn't matter, early and often. <sighs> so, that's the episode. I mean, I'm, I want to give it, like, a high rating, because it was entertaining, but I want to give it a low rating for its... The, the way they handled the subject matter. So I guess I'll give it a 3.5. I'm going to say one last thing, and then I'll give you my rating. Um, I forgot to mention that there's different hairstyles in this episode for our ladies. Uh, Lucy seems to have cut her hair. Um, we mentioned earlier that it's darker now, uh, but she's cut it. And Ruthie, I think this is the first time her hair's straight. Uh, I don't know if it's the first time, but it's not the last. Uh... So I, I think I'm going to give this... I'm going to give it a 4.5, I think, purely for the car scene. <laughs> like, yeah. It's... Because I feel like I don't... We don't ha- see them in this kind of environment ever. Like, yeah. in a car, all of them, or running down the road. So, anyway, if you would like to enter our giveaway contest, you can... It's not a contest. It's a giveaway. <laughs> it's a giveaway. If you would like to enter our giveaway, you can find the link to enter... On our pinned to our Twitter and our Facebook. Our Twitter is at Camden Cast Show and our Facebook is Camden Cast. Um, you can also find the link on our Instagram, which is also at Camden Cast Show. And if you want to keep listening, we're here every Wednesday and Saturday um, on SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast and on the Apple iTunes podcast app. I'm Erin. I'm Tanvi, and this is Camden Cast. Where can you-